0: Happy Sunday and welcome to Sunday Service. Today is February 27th. We are in episode 7,000, I think. Just kidding. We're, we're way up there, guys. We've been doing this show for a couple of years. Cody Barton, my business partner in multiple business endeavors, is on the screen with me today. Um, Cody, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man.
1: How are you? How's your Sunday?
0: I'm good. Check your mic.
1: Oh, are we
0: not... You might not be on the you might not be on the right mic. Just double check it. All right. Anyway, guys, happy Sunday. Today we are going to be talking about virtual assistants because some people have questions about generating leads and how we like to generate leads ourselves. I see a labor shortage in the United States. It is a common issue that we run into, not just in our real estate business, but in most of our businesses. It's just hard to find good people. And so nowadays, Getting with virtual assistants and having them cold call for you, text for you, do admin, do lead follow-up, all of the things. Startvirtual.com. We have the owner, Matthew Beard, is a special guest with a very crispy background. Matt, how you doing, dude? You look great. Yo,
2: hold on. I can't hear you guys yet.
0: No problem. That's
1: my,
2: what happens when think, you have a
0: brand new studio. I think my audio is good now. Oh, your audio is so crispy, bro. Crispy. You sound so there we go. freaking good.
2: Yo,
1: what's
0: going on? What's what up? up Yo. What up? what up? What up?
2: Happy Sunday, happy happy Sunday.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, um Sunday. Matt, why should I use a virtual assistant in my business? What 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 is the advantage of using a virtual assistant? And as you answer that question, I know my follow-up question is, should everybody hire a virtual assistant that is trying to get into real estate?
2: The answer is absolutely Definitely, one thousand percent. Unless you want brain damage forever, you get. Sometimes you got to get out of your own way. I think, you know, one of the biggest things that we 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 work with a lot of business owners, not just in the real estate world, but a lot of times it's that owner operator that is afraid to give up control, right? And the main reason why someone would want to hire a virtual assistant is to buy your time back, so you can focus on. Not that you're going to be wearing less hats, is you might have to wear a bigger hat. And that's one of the biggest reasons why someone would ever want to hire a virtual assistant is to buy your time back, not just to go sit on a beach and drink margaritas, but to work on bigger things in your business so you can make more money per hour, if that makes sense.
0: I love it. Um, So should everybody or anybody hire a virtual assistant when they get into this business?
2: I don't think it's for everyone. Honestly, I, I think it's something that you scale up to. I think it's something that you grow into some you got to ask yourself, do you have more time than you have money or do you have more money than you do time? Right. If you don't have much money, then it doesn't make any sense to outsource quite yet because there is some budget there. Right. Hopefully. I mean, the, the folks that we work with the most have been wearing every hat for enough time to where yes, their business and doing some money, they're generating some revenue, but it's time to grow. Right. If you're just getting started, Maybe that's not where you go if you don't have the money to allocate towards that source, if that makes sense. If you have time to spend and you don't have the budget yet, then of course you got to do all the other things, right? You work the dead wholesaler leads. You go knock on doors. You cold call yourself. But the idea is for you not to do that forever. And then when you do have the money, then absolutely you should do it as soon as you possibly can, whenever it financially makes sense.
0: I think that... We should go through some KPIs, Cody. What is a KPI in real estate, and why are they important?
1: So a KPI for everybody that may not know what that is is a key performance indicator. And so there's KPIs around everything. You can put a KPI around the you know leads, for example. So uh, a good KPI that you know you should be tracking if you aren't in your business is around how many leads it takes for you to get one deal. Right. So If it takes you 50 leads to get one contract, then you know that if it takes you a month to get 50 leads, it's probably going to take you, you know, you're probably only going to get one deal every single month. And so business in general, not just real estate, but business is all around the numbers and you can create key performance indicators around all of it. So, if you want to get more deals, you have to generate then more leads. And if you want, and then if you start to, uh, for example, you put a goal together for a certain amount of money you want to make a month. Say you're like, I want to, you know, I want my business to bring in $20,000 a month. Well, you can always reverse engineer. So, with wherever you want to be at in your real estate business, you can start with the end in mind with, I want to make 20 grand a month. If it takes me 50 leads to get one contract, and one contract equals $10,000, then that means I need to get 100 leads in my business for me to hit my goal of $20,000 a month. And so, I think that you know, when when we're uh, when we're starting to look at you know hiring a virtual assistant, those are important numbers to know um, because I know for me, I, I know when people message me and they're like, "How do I know whether my virtual assistants doing good or not. They're like, I've got four leads. I don't have a deal yet. Are they doing bad? Am I just not doing good? Like, where am I at? Damn. So
0: four leads I, I... talk <laughs> about being impatient. Yeah, dude. I mean, well, let, let's, let's give everybody that's brand new. Let's give everybody, if you are generating leads, okay. If you are cold calling, texting, direct mail, whatever it is that you are spending money on to get leads to come to you, how many leads do I need typically in this industry to get one house under contract? I would say for new people, one in 50. Okay. Write that down, everybody, please. It is critical that you write this kind of stuff down because you'll get people that are in this business two, three years and they'll say, man, I've been really trying to get my first deal. And you go, um, okay, well, how many leads are you generating? And they go, oh, well, you know, I looked at a couple of leads on Zillow yesterday And then a couple weeks ago, I had an agent send me some deals and I'm like, what? Wait, wait, hold on. First off, that's not a lead. Secondly, you need a lot more leads in order to get a deal. So Pearl, Perlina, her name is Perlina. She's out of LA. Let's talk about this. This is what I want to lay the foundation of and why a virtual assistant is important and why we brought Matt Beard on here today is because if I want to get a deal, here's what we've learned. Okay. Pay attention to this guys. If I want to get a deal and you put 50 leads in front of Matt, you put 50 leads in front of Pace, we're typically going to get probably upwards of two wholesale contracts. And we're also going to get probably two, maybe three creative finance contracts as well. Okay. That's when Matt is on the phone. That's when Pace is on the phone. And when I say on the phone, I don't mean cold calling, because there ain't no way you're going to get me to cold call. That is so beneath my pay grade. It's ridiculous. Not a you're not. It's not a chance. And I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that people that teach you that you should go and cold call before you teach somebody else how to cold call, that's like somebody saying, why don't you um, learn how to extract your own cavities before you hire a dentist? It ain't going to happen. I'm not going to learn how to do it. I don't want to do it. It's beneath my it's beneath my pay grade. I also am not going to um well that one's probably that that I was going to draw a parallel but that one won't work. But I uh, the thing is I'm not going to cold call. So when I get on the phone, it's already a lead or somebody has told me it is a lead, okay? So those okay? Anybody that disagrees with me? just might have a different style and that's perfectly okay okay it's okay to have a different style but the reality is there's no way you're getting me on a cold call I'm never gonna cold call I'm not going to do it it's been it's beneath my pay grade I'm also not going to clean toilets anymore I've done that before okay I've done the cold calling before years ago when I first started so it's okay but I realized very quickly I'm like this needs to be outsourced Okay. I don't do my own landscaping anymore. I used to, I enjoyed doing it, but at some point you just realize, wow, there's way more important things I should be doing with my time right now. Okay. So a couple of things, let's go into this. If you put 50 leads in front of me, you put 50 leads in front of Matt, we're going to get probably upwards of four contracts utilizing cash and or creative. Okay. So write that down. And those, leads, Matt, what do we consider a lead in real estate? What is a lead? So
2: for a lead, all we're looking for is four pillars, right? And the four pillars are your condition, your price, your timeline, and your motivation. And really all the other ones are nice, but the the main one I care about the most is the motivation. Mm. So when we, when we go to consider like qualify a lead, I don't care if they're asking retail price, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't care if the house needs to be torn down or if the house is in great shape. It really doesn't matter that much. Right. I just need someone who is motivated to sell. So typically when they're motivated, they have a timeline within 30 to 90 days. Right. Everything else we can figure out. But if they're motivated, let's do it. So I mean we get a lot of people who's like, well, where's the hot leads at? We're well, like our, yeah, <laughs> where like why well, don't I have anybody who wants to sell their house 50 cent on the dollar from the initial cold call? That doesn't happen. Well, at least it doesn't happen very often. That's like for the most,
1: yeah. It's like a very, very uncommon thing, you know. Just putting that out there for everybody. Most of the time in your entire real estate journey, you will not have a seller you get on the phone with, and they're just like, "Take my house from me. I'll give you all the equity." They're usually holding some of that back. Occasionally, a couple times a year, you get like a slam dunk deal when you're doing consistent deals, where they're just like, "I'll sell it to you for a hundred grand," and you're like this thing's worth 250 all day. What is this person real or is this a real person? And then it closes and you're like, that was a real deal, but you can't count on those. Like that's not how your business is going to be consistent um, is waiting for people to just say, Hey, yeah, I'll sell it for half of what it's worth
0: on the first phone call that you ever talk to them. Love it. Okay. So we've got that KPI. The most important KPI is how many leads does it take for me to get a contract? And the industry standard is one contract in 50 leads, okay? And 50 leads is determined by, like Matt said, typically four components. But the most important component is motivation. And so somebody in foreclosure, maybe somebody who inherited the property, maybe a fire-damaged home, somebody going through divorce, those things have motivation inherently attached to them. And so if I'm just going to a house that's beautiful and it was freshly built, probably not a good place to start, right? Where's the motivation in somebody selling that house? So foreclosure is a great way to start. Let's just assume I'm going to start with a foreclosure list. We've shown this to you guys a hundred times. I'll show it to you guys real quick. It was interesting today um, on my Q&A for the sub two students, I um, had a sub two student go, hey, should I develop... A relationship with banks, and in, in order to get foreclosure leads, and I was like, um, no. I mean you can, but you know how easy it is. Just watch out, guys. Watch how easy this is. All right, I'm gonna log in. Okay, um, stupid. Come on, I've got 735 bucks in here. Watch this. List search. What's what's a great market? What do you guys like? <clears throat>
1: I mean, the first thing I think of is Arizona, but yeah, here, go to North Carolina. i are going to go to a non-judicial state for sure. So,
0: hey, let's go to North Carolina. So if I go to North Carolina, I'm going to go to my little quick filter down here. There are 2,831 foreclosures. Boom. There's 2,831 people right here, right now that are already, public record has shown me these people are in foreclosure. So I don't really need to mess around with going and like wondering where these people are. Guys, it's right here. Look how many people are in Charlotte or in foreclosure. Okay. Mm. You got a lot of people in foreclosure all over the state. 20, what was it? 2,831. All right. So I'm going to select this. I'm going to select all, select all of them. Uh, Cody, what do I do? Create a new list?
1: Yes. Create a new okay, list. Foreclosure, foreclosure, Charlotte. North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina.
0: Okay. create a new tag
1: foreclosures I don't know or, or Charlotte whatever you want to tag it
0: okay how about just foreclosures North Carolina sure I'm going to save this so that means I'm pulling the list where do I go skip trace it
1: now it's going to drop into your property section and okay. then once it finishes uploading all of those then you'll be able to skip trace it usually it takes okay. a few minutes for that process to happen and then you could skip trace them
0: all right, guys, so I'll come back to this in a little bit so you guys can see how easy this is. But essentially, that, that's what this business is about. I go find an indication of pain. I just showed you. Look how easy that was. Legit, we just pulled <laughs> 2,800 houses that are in foreclosure. Yep. Matt, why is a foreclosure a good indication of pain?
2: Well, I mean, the best part about foreclosure, I mean, we hate to say it, but is there's an inherent timeline, right? They have a deadline where they got to fix this problem. And normally, if I mean, they're procrastinating on paying their mortgage payments. They're probably behind on a lot of other things. So these things just kind of stack up. And I mean, the big picture for foreclosures is, hey, they're having some sort of financial distress. But the greatest part about foreclosures is they have to solve this problem within 90 days or whatever that drop dead date is. Sometimes we get to them when there's only two weeks left. So they're super motivated with two weeks left. So I think it's the timeline, but also... The, the signal that we look with for pre-foreclosures, obviously there's some financial distress.
0: Love it. Okay, cool. So a um, couple of things we got. Um, we're going to pull that list. I'm going to give that to you guys today. We'll just give it away. Okay. Um, is it just me or pay, just pay sound an octave lower? I actually, guys, I just went through puberty last night. So it's all good. <laughs> um, Peggy says, how long does a foreclosure take? Well, it depends on the state. Every state has different... Um, governing bodies texas is fast like they pull out their six shooter right out of their holster and they say get the fuck out of this ass if you're in a
1: blue state just don't even i mean they'll stay there forever
0: yeah so go if you're in a republican state like texas arizona uh florida you don't have a lot of time you're you're getting out real quick um arizona typically 90 days um, North Carolina, I think probably about 90 days. Texas is legit 30 to 45 days. The foreclosures are very very quick there. Okay, so if you're in Texas, how many records to get a lead? Ooh, this is a great one. We'll jump onto this next. Okay, um, are you able to do are you able to do wraps with foreclosures? Yes, you absolutely are, um, guys. Next week, I'm going to show you something kind of cool. Um, you guys want me to show you something really dope? I'm going to do next yeah, week. Pull it up. Dennis says
1: New Jersey's forever working on one they haven't paid in six years. That's why you
0: don't even waste your time
1: if you're in a blue state on hitting pre foreclosures. I mean, yeah, sure, call them, but they don't have a motivated timeline. They're just like, yeah, the bank said I could stay for another five years. Give me a call then.
2: <laughs> Bro. Not All right. the freaking judicial states are forever.
0: All right. So check this out. You guys see this little map? These are strategies of real estate. Okay. Oh my gosh! So you guys want to learn how mm-hmm. to do um, creative finance? Check it out. Cash, boom. Here's the process, and here's what you can do with them. Can you wholesale? Can you fix and flip? Can you develop? Can you lease option? Can you owner wrap? Can you executor a contractor, be the lender? Can you sell the note? Can you owner finance? Can you do the sir? Can you do the burr? Can you do the sir with an extra R? Can you do the short sell? Can you do all of these things? This little map, we are going to go through this next week and talk about all the strategies, executory contract, seller finance, sub two. And one that we've just recently added is the Morby method. We're going to add that on there. So guys, the acquisition strategy and then the disposition strategy, okay? How this map all works, we're going to go through that next week, okay? Sound good?
2: Awesome. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So- um, (laughs) That's a
2: lot of stuff. That's awesome. It is a
0: lot of stuff. There's 27 exit strategies in creative finance. And so we'll talk about those next week and blow some freaking minds. But the reality is none of that matters unless you have leads, It does not matter unless you have leads. And so what I want to ask you guys in the comments, we've got nearing 600 people tonight on Sunday service. So thank you guys so much. I want to know how many people in here are generating at least 50 leads a month. If you're generating 50 leads a month, I can ask you, right? Somebody, if I ever do a one-on-one with somebody, the first question I ask, I go, how many leads are you generating monthly? And that one question can tell me everything about your business. Everything. I can dissect in 10 seconds what's going on with your business based on how many leads you're generating in your business. Okay? So, um, okay, RT Cal says I'm generating 50 plus. Okay, well, then I could tell you that if you are a decent closer then you should be contracting at least one to two cash transactions a month and one to two creative finance transactions every month based on those 50 leads. Now, if you just started, okay. If you just started, then I'm using on-market leads. Good luck with that. Um, okay. So 50 leads. Now, how do I get 50 leads if I'm using a cold collar? Matt. What can I rely on? The first question I want to ask is if I give a, if I give a virtual assistant a list in North Carolina of 2,580 um, li- you know, records, because those aren't leads, those are records. I give that to a virtual assistant. How fast can a virtual assistant call through those? That's my first question.
2: Sure. So what you're looking at is 2,800 leads. Typically, what we allocate is around five to 7,000 records, but you want to keep it super nip. So, what is a foreclosure list? A foreclosure list is literally a situation, right? You're calling a very specific situation. When you want to flip the switch in the paradigm behind, like, just pulling lists to, like, okay, let's pull a situation. So, pre foreclosures, just like what you were saying, pace, divorce, um, you know, probate, all these things, that's a situation. So, the 2,800 records you're looking at your VA should be able to call about 1,000 a week. OK, so okay. if you're going through twenty eight hundred records, probably two and a half weeks to get through it one
0: time. OK, cool. So how many times are we calling a foreclosure list? Are we just calling it one time and then we're done and then that list is completely dead and I, I, I should just go pull another one?
2: No. So <laughs> so <laughs> the magic doesn't happen until you go through it over and over and over and over again. So, yeah, you call through it one time like that. I guarantee in that 2,800 records, there's definitely multiple deals. Like right now, you guys, the list that Pace is going to give you after this, there's a deal to be had in that list for sure.
0: The the last North Carolina list I pulled, I gave to the sub two students, Mm -hmm. cost me 20 grand. Cody, you remember that list? The mobile home park list?
1: Yes, I remember that.
0: One student, just one, made $255,000 on that list, just one. And there was probably a good 50, 60 students that that made money on that list when I gave it away. So, um, guys, these lists are highly valuable as long as you actually work them. T-Town Supreme, let me ask you a question. T-Town Supreme, this question is for you specifically. Name one type of list that is not highly competitive. I would love to hear that. Please give me one list and one market in the United States that's not highly competitive. Okay. Um, check it out. Uh, Bam Bam said, I got a mobile home park in North Carolina for you on a novation. Awesome. Well, innovations are used for fixing and flipping. I'm not really interested in fixing and flipping mobile home parks. If you can get it for me on seller finance, then we would look at it for sure. Um, so can you briefly explain the, the, de- uh, process of dealing with a pre-foreclosure Manuel? Here's what I will do on pre-foreclosure. I want you to go to YouTube. Um, I'll do this for you. Check it out. Let's do a little screen share and we'll get right back to virtual assistance. That's the purpose of tonight's call. Okay. If I go to, if I go to YouTube and I type in Ace Morby foreclosure, <clears throat> You're going to see a freaking phenomenal video with uh, <laughs> foreclosure mastery right here we did a couple of them pre-foreclosure mastery two years ago fifty-eight thousand views oh my i goodness. have shared this so many times this tells you exactly what to talk to a foreclosure seller about okay i'm gonna Thanks give a spoiler
1: minute. the information is the same as it was two years ago as it is today wait nobody will ask ashamed. that question
0: Cody. Oh. Where's okay, so the there, updated where's the updated information? Well, there is one there is one, <laughs> but it's not updated. That's the funny thing. Um it's not updated. It was just 2 hours of Brent and I in the studio talking again. So here it is just a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to share this with you guys. That what I gave you in the side comments is part 1 and I'm giving you now part 2. So now you know exactly the three processes of dealing with foreclosure. So check this out just real quick so we can move on from the foreclosure conversation. As you will see me and Brent on the whiteboard here, breaking down phase one, phase two, and phase three of foreclosures. What to say, how to handle them, etc. Go there, okay? Um, really good set of videos. Now, those videos will show you how to convert a foreclosure lead into a deal. Yes, they will. They'll tell you exactly what to say, okay? Now- Ooh. If I generate, if I get a list of 2,800 people or twenty hundred list, mm-hmm. how many leads should I expect a VA to generate from that list in a three or four week process? Or let's say in, in 30 days, how many leads should I be able to get from that list?
2: So solely from a pre foreclosure list. I mean, there's only going to be so many people in that list you want to sell.
0: So right. 2,800
2: leads, you're probably looking at three, to four leads a week, just on that one particular like situation. That's why okay. I recommend like kind of stacking some more stuff. But if you ju- if you guys, if you're, if you're super, like your budget is limited or you're like, Hey, I just want to focus on one thing. Like I said, there's definitely a deal to be had in there, but you're not going to get two, three leads a day, right? You might get three leads a week, maybe four leads a week, but they're going to be good leads. Right? So if they're calling through that one small list, I mean, let's just, let's just call it four over, Calling through it one time, they're probably going to get anywhere from eight to nine leads, just calling through it once. But again, the magic happens when they call through it a second time, a third time. That list gets a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller. And what I mean by it gets smaller is you remove everybody who said, never call me again, or you have the wrong phone number, whatever, right? The list gets a little bit smaller as you go through. So by the time you recycle it, it's called recycling whenever you put that list back in. By the time you get to like your sixth or seventh time, that is where the gold is, right? So I would say it's, it's not just calling it once. I guess you might get eight or nine leads, but you got to think of all the things that have to happen to get those leads, right? You have to catch somebody on the right time, the right day, the sun was out, and they're like, I'm going to answer this call from the stranger, <laughs> right? So you got to put yourself in a position to win. And you do that by calling it over and over and over and over. And hopefully um, they will pick up your phone call after you call them six or seven times. So that's the idea.
0: Okay. Um, so what, out of all of these little hot f- quick filters right here, expired listings, free and clear, own, uh, free and clear. That's where you get seller finance deals all day long. Yep. Absentee owners, MLS inherited pre foreclosures, cash buyers, tired landlords, vacant, etc. cetera. Where should I go for, what should I go for on these deals? Should I go for liens? What's another list I could add to this to make sure I get 5,000 records?
1: I mean, if you look at pre foreclosures and then inherited, right there, you're at five thousand. I mean, okay. So, do you like
0: inherited? Do you like that list?
1: Yeah, I like inherited. Yeah, that's a really good list. Inherited.
0: Okay, I'm going to select that as well. We'll give that away tonight. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to cost me. Probably five hundred (laughs) bucks. Do (laughs) I have five (laughs) hundred dollars? I I don't know. Let's see. Uh, What was this list again?
1: Uh, this was an inherited. So let's call this one North Carolina or let's call it inherited because I'm going to teach people actually how to use the fill this up here. So type in inherited and then, and they under the tag. Um, I would just tag it as North Carolina. So for those of you that use batch leads, your list, imagine it like a filing cabinet. And when you open up a file, your tags are the little tabs within that.
0: Okay, so where do I go? You know that one that I just pulled, the foreclosure one? So
1: now go to filter. Uh, okay. up top filter. There. Filter, and then um, the other one you called it North Carolina. So you could just click on it and type in or just scroll down to North Carolina.
2: So under list though.
1: I think you t- named it the same in both, but.
2: Okay. It's probably at the very bottom.
0: There it is. Okay, foreclosure. Apply filter. Yep. Okay, so that's all in here right now. And so what I want to do is I want to skip trace everything.
1: Yeah, so you want to go click, yep, select all, and then actions. And then you're going to go to skip trace. File name, just foreclosure, North Carolina, or whatever you want to name the file for that.
0: Good trace. Cool. Um, all right. So then the other one that I have is let's go back to properties again. I guess I'm already there. So let's go YouTube. to, I got to wait for that inherited one, right? Yeah. You got to wait for it to upload. So just give that one. Okay, a cool. Minutes. So I'll hide that for just a minute. And we'll come back to it. All right. So, so once I someone, get a list.
1: I wanted to share something. It's a little off topic, but I thought this made it's sense. It's all to on share. topic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just, I liked what Matt said about this and I was like, man, so Matt, Mike says, Matt pays Cody hired a VA with start virtual generating a few leads a week. Mostly it made me raise my own game. Now I'm more serious because I made that leap and I'm calling a lot more interesting. Isn't that interesting? How, when you've, you know, taken the leap to hire another individual or, you know, spend some money on your business, how it makes you get forced to go to that next level and that next level of accountability, that next level of my business. Isn't just this hobby little thing I'm doing on the side anymore, but now
0: this is something I'm doing to create a real business around. So Phyllis, um, there's a couple of people asking about SMS guys. We skip trace one list and we text it and call the same list. So you guys think that an SMS list and a cold call list are different? They're not. Some sellers will actually reply to a text message and some sellers will reply to a phone call. And guess what? Some sellers will actually not reply to either one and they would reply to a door getting knocked or they would reply to direct mail. So don't confuse an SMS list and a cold calling list as two different things. They are the exact same thing you're just using that same list and you're having a VA from start virtual text it. And you're having another VA from start virtual cold call it. Okay. So as you scale, you'll actually end up having one VA that's managing your texting and you'll have another VA or two VAs cold calling and doing lead follow up all day long. Okay. Um, So they're not, they're not exclusive. Mm. Right. And you get also
2: got to think about that from your list, those phone numbers, we don't know if they're landline or mobiles, Right. So that's the reason why you text them, because the text will definitely go through the uh, to the mobile numbers. But especially if we're dealing with elderly owners, most of those phone numbers that actually get you connected to the homeowner are landlines. That's why it's important you do both.
0: Love it. Okay. Let's see if that inherited list is good. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me pull this up in just a second. Another 3,100? <laughs> So all in all, we'll have about 6,000 records that have been skip traced for you guys tonight. So let's go in here and skip trace those. Awesome. Another 317 bucks just for you guys. We'll give that away. It's really funny, like how people are, oops, what do I want to call this? Inherited North Carolina. All right. It's really interesting. People go, oh my gosh, there's multiple people calling on the same list. And I'm like, Literally, guys, you don't understand this business if that's a worry of yours, because right now there are hundreds of other investors calling on that same list right now. Okay? Yep. Um, And it's interesting too, like when we give away a list, you'll get so many people getting deals on those lists. But what I never hear is that them them running into each other. It's really interesting talking and calling sellers is it comes down to timing. Is this seller ready to have a phone call? Is your VA calling at the right time? You might get, you know, one person gets a hold of one set of sellers and another person gets a hold of another completely different set of sellers. Guys, let me me show you guys something. Okay. You, you think you're special. And at some point I might've thought I was special too. Okay. Let's go to one of my friends. um, Let's go to one of my friends' YouTube channels. Okay this out. Hold on. I'm going to share this. This is really good. You guys see this YouTube channel? Tell me how many subscribers are on Jerry Norton's YouTube. A lot. 309,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. If you think that you you have, you have ever had an exclusive list in your life Your mom and dad really did a great job convincing you that you're special. You're not special. There's not a single list out there in the country that's not being called and hammered by 50 to 100 people. You're not special. Now, you might be special in other regards, but you are not special in the sense that you have a special list. There's no such thing as a special list. Cody and Matt, do you, in all your years of being in this business, have you guys ever ran into somebody that has some super secret ninja list that you, nobody else has access to? I thought so in the
2: beginning. I thought I was missing a list from what people were telling me. It's like, yeah, we go down here and we get this special list and this is where we get, it's all BS. We all have the same stuff. We all have the same data, the same list.
1: (laughs) Cool.
0: So guys, we can move on from this, right? Like we can move on from the weird thought process. That everybody is perfectly fine calling the same list. I promise you. Now, um, we'll give this list away. It's 5,000 records. So, Matt. Yes. I now have foreclosures. I now have inherited, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I'm going to have 5,000 records in an Excel sheet because that's ultimately what happens. I go on batch leads. Guys, if you. There's been a handful of people of like, what's the discount code? The discount code is PACE, batchleads.io forward slash PACE. That's the, the discount code. Okay. So what happens is I get this list of 5,000. Batch Leads will essentially allow me to download it in an Excel file. I take that Excel file, and what the freak do I do with that?
2: Well, if you're a star virtual, you have us upload your data for you. But if you're not, Then you have to format your data and you have to put it into a dialer because now you got to call the thing right it's just like building any list doesn't matter if it's driving for deals or pre foreclosures in this example you got to actually call the stinking thing so that's the idea of getting a virtual assistant to help you cold call you put that thing into your dialer hopefully you have that you have your dialer set up properly again that's something that we do at start virtual um if you don't know how to do it and you're not with start virtual i'm sure there's plenty of youtube videos out there you guys could go down that rabbit hole. But ultimately it's time to call it. So um, that's what you got to do. That's the next step for sure.
0: Okay. So how do I, it's time to call it, but what do I do with it? Like, do I email it to a virtual assistant? Do I upload it to a dialer? Like, give me the step. What's the physical step?
2: So when you guys have your data, you would email it over. So again, if you were to start virtual, you you put that thing in an email and you send it over to your CSM and we actually put it into your campaigns for you. What's
0: a CSM?
2: So, a CSM is something that we have at Start Virtual. It's called a customer success manager. Their job is to make sure the VA themselves are in a position to win. Because, like, the the thing about virtual assistants is like a lot of people go and like you outsource and you get someone to help you cold call. Like, you don't need another job to manage that person, right? Especially on a day to day or, oh my gosh, you're at an appointment, which is the goal. You're talking to sellers, you're getting contracts. But your system goes down, oh my gosh, or your dialer goes down, or there's a software issue, so many things. The CSM there is to protect that VA to make sure that they're working for you because that's what you're paying for. So one of the big things that we do is we help you guys with uploading that data into your dialer because that's that's kind of the next step. After you email, we put it into the dialer
0: for you. Okay, so D- uh, Davey Stun on YouTube says, I need VAs to do my tech. I'm a monkey with tech. Um, I think you are definitely not in the, in a special boat there either. There's a lot of knuckleheads in this audience. Typically people. Ooh, check it out. Rylas Dana, good friend of the show. Good friend of mine. Love this man. He says, sub guys. He's, this is a probate attorney guys, by the way. He says, I'm on a plane headed to Sacramento for a probate hearing. I'm happy with my two start virtual virtual assistants. You got to love this guy. He's amazing. You, um, so, if I give you, if I if I go to start virtual, Matt, do I have to worry about even knowing how to like get my dialer going or anything like that? Do I, w- like do, do you guys help me? What's the freaking story there? Because there's a lot of knuckleheads there.
2: Yeah, 100. I mean, we we see that one of the biggest challenges is like you're trying to get your real estate business going. Like a lot of people get into this to to do wholesale, but a lot of people in our world they want to buy rentals. You're focusing on you know I want to go some creative contracts. I didn't get into real estate investing to learn how to you know, work on a dialer and try to figure out all this technical side. And we, we understand that. So we have trained specialists on our side to set up everything up for you, but we also have support too, to educate you on the things that you need to know. Like what the heck is on an agent report? What numbers should you be focusing on? Those KPIs, like you were talking with Cody, when it comes to leads, there's also KPIs with knowing that your campaigns are actually performing. So we, uh, we walk through that with our clients and um, we handle a lot of that internally when it comes to the coaching and support side.
0: Okay, love it. So mm-hmm. I've, guys, a handful of people are asking in the side comments, is there a discount code? Um, I believe sub two students get a discount code. I'm not quite sure. Um, but there's a link right there, startvirtual.com forward slash hire a VA. So it's in the side chat. Click on the link. You can set up a call. I'll show you this thing as well. It's very simple. Check it out. You go on there. People need to be shown this kind of stuff. Ooh, no time's in February. Well, shit, I guess February's well, over. That's just tomorrow. So, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I can I can get on a phone call with um, Start Virtual, let's say tomorrow, 8 a.m. or 2.30. Wednesday, boom, got a bunch of times on Wednesday. So that's awesome. So if you are looking to hire a virtual assistant, go to startvirtual.com forward slash VA and beg Matt for a discount. I don't know if there's a discount code or not, but you can beg Matt, okay? Now- <laughs> I give you guys the list. What the hell is next? Like how quickly can I get, let's say I have a VA from start virtual. Like I got a VA now. I have the 5,000 records that pace is um, constructively going to give out today. Matt, you did, were you on Sunday service last week when I had to blow somebody up about constructively
1: constructive? No, I didn't, I didn't hear that,
2: but I can only imagine.
0: RIP to whoever that was. Oh, RIP. We so totally never Oh, no. He,
2: uh,
0: he, basically, we were sitting here chopping it up, waiting for a list to get skip trace that we were paying for, right? Mm-hmm. And he, this guy, like, as we're waiting for a list that we were paying for and giving away, he says in the side comments, hey, is, th- can, is there any way you can get back to something constructive? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, uh, 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 what? Oh so my gosh! I was like, uh, yeah, while we're constructively pulling a list, constructively for, free, so we can constructively give it to you. We're <clears throat> constructively chopping it up and <clears throat> answering questions. But anyway, it was, it was really good. You, so
2: you can give away the world and there's always going to be that one person who was like, well, how does this help me? Right. Yeah.
0: W- <laughs> what about me? I think I don't care about these other 600 people here. I don't care.
2: Unbelievable. But kind yeah, of believable because uh, I, I, there's always that one person. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it was fun. It was funny. We had a good time. Um, I want to
1: address a question here that came up uh, from Samuel. So I hired a cold caller from Start Virtual a couple weeks ago, having them call the uh, tired landlord list, struggling on what parameters to give my caller that qualifies a lead ready to be sent to me. So I'm going to answer your question the way that Pace answered it with YouTube. I literally... Did an almost 10 minute video on my YouTube channel a year ago, breaking down exactly what you need to be doing with, you know, structuring your leads, the four pillars, breaking down the four pillars, going into detail, nuances, different things like that. Again, I am posting the YouTube link there. Samuel, that will answer your question watching that video and you can rewatch it over and over again. That's why we make YouTube videos, guys, because these are the common questions that get asked so many times. So we want to give out that information to you guys so you could access it at any time.
0: Love it. Okay. So um, I give you a list. How quickly can I generate leads that are ready for me to call? Because like, is a lead ready for me to contract or is a lead ready for me to have a further conversation? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. So let's think
2: about it, guys. So Step one is what Pace is just doing right now. He already has the list pulled. If he wasn't doing it, that's what you would have to do, right? You have to pull the list and you have to skip trace it. Now that you have it, skip trace is what Pace is giving you guys. You're going to have an Excel sheet with name, first name, last name, address, phone numbers. You reach out to your CSM and say, hey, I got data. Let's go. You give that to your CSM. We upload it into your dialer. And the next business day, it's ready to rock and roll. Boom. So... Your VA hops into the campaign and they start and they start dialing. So okay, the, this
0: is this one's a good a- one because this is like Cody. You need to make a freaking YouTube video about this specific topic so that I can send a thousand people to this. People feel I'll make a note as now. as if you don't understand K- the KPIs. You don't understand the numbers of this business when you ask this question, which is fine and I love it because it gives us an opportunity to answer the question again. If I get a f- list of 5,000 records and my um, cold caller calls it once, is that a dead list? And no. Okay. When would you consider a list dead?
1: I mean, you, it, it more so, you rest it, but you're typically going to be dialing through that, like Matt mentioned, four to six times. Really, the, the variance of the four to six is that 5,000 records could turn into under 2,000 and then you've just kind of chewed up that, that list. But you got to you gotta squeeze the juice out. Like imagine like, you have like a washcloth full of water and like you just squeeze it one time and some water comes off of it. That's calling a list once, but you can ter- twist and turn and just get more and just squeeze. Like you got to squeeze everything out of it. Like you spent the money, mm-hmm. squeeze everything that you can out
0: of that list. At least four to six times. Yeah. Car- Carolina S- Allen says recycle that list several times until you get a hold of everyone on the list. Squeeze every drop out of that list. I love that. So uh, a list that maybe calls you know costs five hundred bucks can generate hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you guys Years use
2: later? Like it's do the you, same we, do situation. we use
0: mojo dialer, Matt?
2: Um, we have clients who use mojo. We don't uh, personally use it internally. We've used Batch Dialer, um, along with some a few other platforms, but never. What's what's the other platform? Call Tools.
0: Call Tools. So Call Tools Uh or Batch Dialer are the two that we've used. Um, Mojo Dialer, I would say, is kind of for just starting out, and you scale past Mojo Dialer and its capabilities very, very quickly. And I think switching from Mojo Dialer to something a little bit more serious is frustrating. So it's better to just jump onto call tools or batch dialer. Okay. So
2: those are are call center, like software platforms, the batch dialer and call tools. Mojo is made more for like the solopreneur. I'm going to make some calls within my system, or I'm going to do my own circle prospecting. But when you start to scale your team, especially with virtual assistants, you need like call center software. And that's what batch dialer and call tools is all about.
0: We should do a whole Sunday service on texting. You guys want to do a whole service on texting maybe in the yes. next couple of weeks. Sure. Okay. Next week, guys, the topic of the Sunday service is a texting flow, how to text a seller. What's my script. How many times do I text them? Do I send them nudes? Do I not send the nudes? I prefer to send nudes. Cause you, no. <laughs> we'll go, we'll give you the whole thing. Okay. Um, Bo says, if you don't get your wife pregnant on the first try, do you just give up? Bro, I don't give up after my wife is pregnant. What are you talking (laughs) about? (laughs) Hey. Hey, now. Um, Okay, this one's a good one. Matt, this one's for you, brother. (laughs)
2: Cool. R-Star Virtual VAs train for cold calling for real estate, or do you need to provide them with a script? So, Tim, um, our VAs actually go through, which we just renewed, is now a four-week training program. It was a two week boot camp. Now it's a four week training program. And yes, we train them on everything there is that that will get them prepared to actually talk to homeowners in the United States when it comes to real estate. So you don't need to provide them a script. We already have a script that's tried and true. The cool thing at Start Virtual is that we've been able to test basically nationwide at scale. So we get to see like what actually works and we've tweaked the script over the last couple of years to come up with the one that we have. Now, of course, you have your own. Sure, you can use that. But I'm telling you right now, we have clients that are doing hundreds of thousands of dollars a month using our script. So they already come trained. They come managed. And of course, we have a script for them.
0: Love it. Okay, so, um, Cody, now I've got, I've skip traced. Yep. Where do I find this? Lit? Where do I find these skip trace things? Uh, click, to skip trace? Yeah, click
1: on skip trace there. And then oh, the damn. 2 they're both right there.
0: Total hits. Interesting. Bam. Okay, so this is interesting because foreclosure North Carolina, look what it did for me.
1: Do you see this? It didn't force you to skip trace stuff you already had phone numbers for.
0: Yeah, so I just pulled this foreclosure list, um, North Carolina, for other students, and I gave it away a couple of days ago, and so I already have the list. And so you got the foreclosure in North Carolina, inherited North Carolina. What it did is there's 2,720 records. I only got 2,700 of them with a hit, meaning a good number. Same thing here. And that means we got 99.26 and they got 96 whatever. And then it shows that we have five properties on our already skip trace properties that have already been, they're already in my system. I don't need to pay for. And same thing here. I've 2,154 of these already in my system. So that saved us. Let's see. What did it say? We saved how much money? Say it saved us $215. That's pretty freaking dope. All right. So I can just download this. I'm going to download that to my computer, download this to my computer, and we are going to give this away. So it's basically a list worth about 600 bucks. All right. Now, I have this 5,000. How many leads out of this 5,000 in a month should I be able to um, generate, Matt?
2: Out of um, a little over 5,000 records?
0: 5,000 records one month.
2: You should be generating anywhere from five to eight leads a week, like good leads that pass your four pillars. A good rule of thumb is whenever a VA. The thing about the four pillars are, let, let's let's run through them one more time. Motivation, timeline, price, condition, right? The thing is, I'm not always going to get everything on that call. Like, I'm not always going to get the, the seller's asking price. I'm not always going to get a clear timeline. When I have my VAs calling, I'm like, yo, if you can give me just two of the four pillars, push that as a lead. Anything less than two, you're going to need to follow up and call, so five to eight leads that I have at least two pillars. So I know that I at least have the condition and hopefully I have either timeline, motivation or a price. Okay. And then from that, so let's, let's do that four eight times four. You're looking at about 30, 32 leads.
0: So I've got a, um, comment here. Ty hurt said I had a VA from start virtual and it used to be VA hub. So that was a while ago, super solid investment at the time. Had my first VA uh, first deal in 90 days, took a hiatus. Now just joined up with sub two mentorship and I best believe I'm getting my new VA from start virtual. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, let's see yeah, here. There. Thank you, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we had a comment named Buick. Um, guys, I I wanted. We had a guy named Buick in the side chat. He owns a virtual assistant business. Just FYI, he comes into our my YouTube lives frequently, and he's constantly trying to sell his virtual assistant business stuff in our um, free Facebook group and other places. Um, we I, I finally just kicked him out. He owns a virtual assistant business, so he says, "Oh, Start Virtual is blah 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 blah." Rihanna says, "I love my Start Virtual VA." Okay. Um, anyway, so I, I generate leads. I have a 5,000 list. Mm-hmm. Foreclosures are good. Inherited are good. I've got a virtual assistant. Now let's talk about some follow-up. I know that my virtual assistant is going to be there to cold call. Okay. Yep. What is my follow-up process? Am I doing the follow-up or is the virtual assistant doing the follow-up?
2: So the follow-up is going to come down to you, especially in the beginning as you're trying to grow your business. Of course, you can eventually pull yourself out of that role too. But in the beginning, just like just what Cody is saying, just like it's important to ring out your list, it's important to ring out those leads that you got pushed. You paid for them. It's important that you monetize on them, right? So if you're struggling with sales, squad up with someone who can help you call your leads, right? That I mean, that's a really big deal, especially in your your community pace like there's a lot of people that are go givers that work with each other and they they realize that hey sales may not be my strength right now so let me find someone who can help me so with those 32 leads that you generated in a month your job is to follow up with them and call them so from the time they got pushed to you of course you need to call them you need to see like okay is this someone ready to go they're ready to sell normally they need a little bit more time I mean we look at internally we had a lead we we followed up with 115 times right. But well, yes, we made a bunch of money on that lead, but like that is, and there's that cliche shit saying the fortunes in the follow-up, but that is the case. You don't just get 32 leads and 30 people are ready to sell to you right now, right? You get 32 leads and you call. Okay, today's not a good time. Perfect. Call you on Friday. All right. Hey, so um, if we're able to come to some sort of agreement, are you ready to make a decision? I need to talk to such and such. Call me next week, right? So that is the name of the game. I personally, and what we do internally is we segment our leads based on, do I need to follow up with this person every single day? Is this a weekly follow-up or is it a monthly follow-up? And the leads get put into different buckets and you start building out a, a, like a, a pipeline. You don't just generate 32 leads and yes, you get one deal in 50 or two deals in 50 or whatever that number is. There's also 48 other people that is put into your pipeline that you consistently follow up with. And that's the deals you get in three months and six months. In nine months the idea is you don't want to be relying on getting a deal from new leads always it's going to be like that in the beginning but as you as your business starts to mature even more six to 12 months down the road a lot of your business is going to come from all those follow ups from leads that you generated generated six to 12 months prior that makes
0: sense uh, a couple of things anthony says man pace shout out to daniel quijano daniel quijano runs the nightly dial where start virtual, virtual assistants generate leads on a daily basis for sub two students to practice with. Um, Daniel Quijano is amazing. He's out of El Paso. Love him. Not El Paso. Sorry. He's out of, um, what's the other place that's in New Mexico? Albuquerque. Sorry. Breaking bad. I got to remember that. You guys, (laughs) he says, I was able to close on a wholesale deal for $77,000. You guys rock. This mentorship is the shit. If you're not in it, you're missing out. This was I think this is a really good comment right here. Caroline Allen. Remember the 10 80 10 rule. 10% are ready to sell now, 80% need 13 plus follow-ups and 10% are just tire kickers and never sell. I really like that. So good. That's it's good. It's re- really really good. It's something I taught a couple of months ago. Um Caroline Allen is absolutely correct. We find that once we have a seller that is a lead, that lead requires 13 or more follow-ups for it to become a contract. So don't get um, discouraged when you have somebody that on there. Actually, this is a good one. I just got, dude, this is great. I got a DM from somebody today. He says, we had a deal not too long ago, Matt, that was uh, a hundred follow-ups and it became a contract, right? Yep. Okay. I had somebody DM me today, says he has followed up with the same seller 233 times, finally got a contract with that seller. Now- Let's go. I'm not saying that's normal. In fact, I've never heard anything over 100 until today, but that's a lot. 100 is a tremendous amount. The average is about 13, okay? Depending on the time of the year, it's about 13. So when you don't get a seller right out of the gate that's ready to contract, guys, just follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. It's the name um, of the game. It's oh yes. so sweet. Winston, Winston has a really good question. I don't know the answer to this question. Winston says any timeline on how long it takes to upgrade your VAs to a lead manager?
2: Well, Winston, I think it really comes down to your virtual assistant specifically, right? I mean, I've had virtual assistants at great cold callers, but I never, I never had them take that leap into, okay, let's start having some deeper conversations. And then some I see very early on, they have great communication skills, great attitude and they want to do that. Not every virtual assistant wants to go into the sales the sales route. Some people want to be more in the management route. Let me manage more of the team. So I think it comes down to specifically your virtual assistant. There, there is no timeline, I guess. I mean, you're looking at – I mean, I had a, a VA go from cold caller to lead manager within two weeks because I was like, okay, they get it. They, they can communicate. They have a great attitude. They're already producing on the phones with cold calling let's upskill them let's give them every opportunity and that's our job as the business owners too is what do we do to develop our virtual assistants yes start virtual they're going to go through their four-week training and they're going to be equipped and they're going to understand but it's also our job to meet with them weekly and do our call calibrations and meet with them as as many times you can to implement your culture and to give them the little things along the way because it makes them infinitely better and then leave it up to them say hey I'm going to give you opportunities to think a big part of our job as business owners is to have a vision big enough to let people live their dream and their vision within it. So when you have virtual assistants, it's looking at, okay, are they capable? Are they ready to go? Do they have the communication skills? Great. Let me put them in a position. Let's upskill them. And we do have lead manager training coming at Start Virtual, which is super exciting. Uh, We've gone through some testing over six waves. And, uh, we have clients, I literally just got uh, messages last week where a client got three contracts from, uh, their VA with us who went through our lead manager training. So, uh, that's coming soon too. So I'm excited about that.
1: So I want to ask a question, Matt, to you on this, because I know there's people probably sitting there wondering the same thing. Now, what do, what do the people do, uh, I'm going to actually rephrase this into a different way. What are the people that don't have success with virtual assistants typically do? Because obviously we've talked about like, here's the things to do and here's how to be successful with a virtual assistant. But what do you see are like the most common things that people are doing wrong that end up having a bad experience with a virtual assistant? Um, whether it's to Start Virtual, whether they hire them on Upwork or Fiverr or wherever they're hiring them from. What, what are you seeing is cause there's always a pattern, right? Like what, what is that?
2: Yeah. So with any sort of like marketing system or outsourcing system, there's really three key pieces, right? You have the data component. So you guys got the data, you, Paige just pulled it for you. You got pre-foreclosure inherited. That's good. You got good data coming from batch. Perfect. You got the data component, you have the tools component, and then you have the people component, Right. So it's our job, the the people who I think struggle the most with virtual assistants, they pull a list, they get 30, 40, 50 leads. They don't convert anything. And hey, we got to rest this list now. We've we've recycled it six or seven times. We need another list to plug in so we can continue to market. We don't want to red light, green light our business. So the people who struggle the most is they don't want to update their data. So they basically red light their entire business and they don't generate anything new, which leads to them not getting any new opportunities. They still can't convert the old ones. So then they end up quitting, right? Then, I mean, that's just the data side. Then you look at the tool side. Hey, it's our job to make sure our VA's in position to win. We're going to check on your tools for you at Start Virtual. But it's important that we're checking our phone numbers, right? And we could do that. But if the tools aren't, like, if we're working with our clients say, hey, we need to buy new phone numbers, you're okay with that? And we don't hear anything or the client's like, no, we're not going to do it. Then the tool component is not going to work. So then when the tools isn't working, then your, your VA that's on that tool They're not going to be able to do their best. They're not going to be able to generate leads. No leads, no opportunities, no opportunities, no deals. You end up quitting, right? Leads are the lifeblood of your business. That's why we're talking about it here. So the data and the tool side is very important. And then lastly is the people aspect, right? And I just touched on it just now, but I meet with our VAs regularly. Some of you guys that work nine to five jobs, maybe you can't do that. Maybe you can work. Maybe you can meet with them once a week or twice a week, but it's important that you do. And the clients that end up canceling or VA's not working out, regardless if you go to Upwork or another agency like Star Virtual, us or anyone else, if you're not meeting with your VAs, if they don't see you and they're not getting coached, if they're not getting developed and they're hearing feedback from you, normally it's not going to work. So even if that's just one time a week, you pull call recordings and we listen to them together. We do role play. We do all the things. So I'm going to do the best I can for that VA to win. And likewise, they're going to do the best they can back, right? So I think it's those three components. So the people who maybe struggle with outsourcing in general, not just cold calling or texting, they're not doing one of those three things or they're not doing any of it. So I think that's important. Thanks for mentioning that, Cody.
1: So that was tools, making sure your tools are working properly and you're using yep. the right tools. The, then there was the, what was the second one? The
2: data component.
1: The data, which is having enough records, having enough phone numbers to call. And the third component and not was having, people. And
2: not having too much. We see a lot of people come in with 30,000 records they borrowed from their cousin's brother, who's also an investor from a different market. Hey, I'm, I'm marketing in North Carolina, but someone else has free records I can call in, in Florida and there's 30,000. You don't want to call that stuff. You want to make sure you consistently market to the situation in your market. A lot of investors are just getting started. You get the shiny object syndrome like, oh, I just saw someone get a big check From a deal in Orlando, let me go market in Orlando. Oh, someone just got a big check in Charlotte. Let me go market in Charlotte, right? You don't don't have the resources to outspend the biggest players in your market, so you might as well stay super niche and put yourself in a position to win. So data is super important too in keeping it niche for sure.
1: Got it. Got it. So hopefully that was able to help, guys. Um, Obviously, a virtual assistant. I mean, Carolina, again, just so much Carolina. Good. Carolina. Carolina sorry Carolina treat your VA like team members family be there for support let them ask questions to grow and encouragement their job is tough check in on them periodically don't ignore them i can't stress that enough i i'm going to just throw in my feedback on that as well is if you don't plan on spending any time communicating with your virtual assistant don't even it's like why are why you even waste your time you're it's just as if you have any team member any human mm-hmm. on your team whether they're virtual in another country or whether physically in person with you, you have to spend time with them. If you don't spend any yep. time with them, they don't, they don't know if they're doing good. They don't know if they're doing bad. They're just like, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. No one's giving me any feedback. Are, is, are they happy with what I'm doing? Are they not happy with what I'm doing? I don't know. So I'm just going to keep on doing it until <laughs> they yell at me, I guess. And that's what most people do. They just wait until nothing happens and then they yell at him it's just it's ridiculous you gotta treat it like no. any other relationship in your life yep
0: all right couple things i want to talk about just real quick guys um i have the list all right Ooh. and i'm going to so here's a list we i threw it up on dropbox and we're going to give it away and i'm going to give it away to sub to students Okay, I want sub two students to be able to, if you are a non-sub two student, please make sure you link in with an existing student and work with them on this list. Why do I do that? I do that, one, because I love my sub two students, two, because you need to squad up to be successful in this business. You cannot do this business on your own. I promise you that 1000% guaranteed you will never do this business successfully at a high level on your own. And so I'm, in, I'm doing this to encourage you to have support and have people love on you and give you what you need. So I'm going to share this and I'm going to, let's pop this up over here. Let's do a new share. And I'm going to throw this in the sub two Facebook group. Okay. This is a private Facebook group only for students. And I'm going to give this away North Carolina list. Boom. There's the Dropbox link. It's right there. If you are a non-student, then what I would do is I would link in with existing students and get access to that list by squatting up and working with each other. Okay, that's number one. Number two, a couple of things we have coming down the pipe. This coming week, we have an air meet with my wife, Laura. And in that air meet, my wife, Laura, is going to show you guys how to do a deal in less than two hours start to finish (laughs) in less than two hours she will find a deal she will assign the deal Uh, she'll find the deal um, find the buyer and assign the deal in less than two hours or i will give away a thousand dollars if she can right there uh, i don't want to get anybody's
2: hopes up because she's definitely going to do it i've seen her get them in like 30 minutes it's crazy crazy
0: It's so crazy. So here's a deal. Uh, This is, we have currently have 2,700 people registered for this. It is free. We're not charging for it. It's just two hours with my wife and myself. 5 p.m. next week, right before it will end it right before Sunday service next week. Sunday service will go. um, We will be talking about text campaigns. We will be showing you and talking to you guys about texting campaigns. So the link is in the side chat. If you guys are a non-student, a student, it doesn't matter. We're going to be doing it in AirMeet. Why do I do things in AirMeet rather than YouTube Live? Well, because when somebody has a question on YouTube Live, like right now, it's impossible for us to get you on the stage and actually hear your voice, understand the question at a very high level. And so we enjoy bringing it into AirMeet. AirMeet has all sorts of cool features where I can actually, if you raise your hand, I can actually pull you on stage and we can have a full-fledged conversation where I hear the you know, inflection of your voice. I can hear your personality. I can hear the accent. We can actually understand the question at a very high level. And so I want to make sure that we do those things in AirMeet so that you guys get a high level of value, okay? So if you guys, in the side chat, okay, in the side chat, if you are a student, make sure you are putting your cont- t- contact information in the side chat so non-students can reach out to you. Now, um, Matt Beard, how do people, wh- what does it look like to hire somebody from Star Virtual? Does, is that something that um, takes a month? Is it something that takes a week? What, what does it take for me to hire somebody from Star Virtual?
2: Yeah, guys. So it's honestly just as simple as what Pace has showed you. You go to startvirtual.com forward slash hire a VA. Um, we'll put that link back. Oh, there it is right there. Hire a VA. You're going to book what's called a discovery call. And someone from our team is going to hop on and we're going to learn more about your business, where you're at. On that call, we may realize that, hey, man, right now we're not a good fit. So do go do X, Y, and Z, one, two, three, four, five, do these steps and come back, right? It's not just, hey, come sign up for a virtual assistant. It's how can we help you wherever you're at? And we understand that not everybody's going to be ready to hire a virtual assistant. But for those who are, it's as simple as getting on that call and we can get you started this week.
0: Love that. Um, Here's a here's a really good comment. I like this. This is good. Winston says, I used to be concerned about giving my number out. Now I realize you can say you're a student with thousands of dollars worth of data to share and still no (laughs) one will text you. Um, You know, Winston, that's the challenge is ninety nine percent of people are broke and struggling because they literally don't take action. Right. People talk about the one percent versus the ninety nine percent, guys. As somebody in the 1%, I can tell you the only difference between me and somebody that's in the 99% is actually showing up. I'm not that smart. I'm not that cool. I'm not that articulate. I literally just show up. And 99% of people in this world will just not show up. So Winston, if you are not getting non-students to reach out to you, to collab with you, guess who you can collab with? The actual students who take action. So what I would do is I would collaborate on that list. In fact, Winston, if you DM me directly, I'll buy you any list you want. As long as you go and collaborate with another student. How about that? Okay, we'll spend the money. Whatever's <laughs> left over in my Batch Leads account, I'll spend it directly on you. Okay? He says, working on that pace, no problem. Winston, you tell me where you want me to pull a list, and I'll pull that bad boy for you. Okay? Um, now... I wish I knew Primal Eskimo's actual name, like legit, because he has a great YouTube name, but I don't actually know his name. Is it a man, a woman? Is it a t- dinosaur? I, who freaking knows? Um, okay, cool. So a couple of things. We've got starvirtual.com forward slash hire a VA. Um, and I know we have a ton of students in here that are using Star Virtual. They're happy. They're doing and getting contracts. Next week, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about what is my script. So we'll bring Matt back. If I hire a VA, what should I have? What script should I use for texting? How often should I text? What does that cost? Um, maybe I can just text myself instead of hiring a virtual assistant. Let's go through and talk about a texting platform. What texting platform do we use? What's the good? The bad? What's going on with batch leads? I get a lot of people that are saying, "Hey, batch leads is getting more and more challenging to set out, send out um, SMS." I think we freaking address that next week, and we, we talk can do about a whole it. We lead get
2: real. Masterclass.
0: Bought my first rental sub two with Start Virtual. Eli Goodman, freaking love that. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Bought my first rental sub two with star virtual. That's Eli Goodman's probably somebody you should reach out to Matt for a testimonial.
2: Eli, I'm going to send you a message.
0: Eli, <laughs> DM Matt, Matt beard. I can tell you if you give Matt beard, a testimonial, Star virtual. He'll probably give you some cool little spiffs and maybe even uh, 15 free VAs. Who knows what he'll do. He'll do something <laughs> cool. Okay. um, So guys, we went an hour and 12 minutes. This is an hour long podcast. We're 12 minutes over. Hopefully you guys got value tonight by the 600 people that showed up tonight. I would say the answer is yes. Um, Ooh, I like that. Carolina Allen says, got my biggest assignment thanks to our VA from Start Virtual. Have you gotten... I love Carolina and her husband. Have you guys gotten a testimonial from Carolina?
2: Um, I think so. I think we... Well, actually... They were in zero to hero. I think we got something from zero to hero, not star virtual.
0: Um, Relevant music. Can I use this strategy to buy multifamily? I am buying tomorrow an 18 plex 0% seller finance. That was a lead from star virtual. You tell me, can I do mobile home parks? Can I do multifamily? Can I do fix and flip? Can I do wholesale? Yes. abso freaking Okay. Um, Graden says, I work as an acquisitions guy. Hopefully my mentor doesn't see, see this. Why does he say that? Doesn't see this. If he does, maybe Pace will be showing me the way in, in PGH for the 30-day challenge. What's PGA stand for? Or PGH stand for? Pacific Ground Highlands. Who knows what the PGH stands for? All right. Um, Guys, we're going to get super basic next week on a texting campaign. We're going to have Matt talk to you about how Start Virtual sends out text messages and what the flow is there and what what platform most of their clients are using, where they're seeing success, what markets they're seeing success for texting, what markets are not working for texting. Can you believe that not all markets have the exact same strategy, Cody? He's You're muted, bro.
1: <laughs> I sneezed earlier, so I didn't want didn't to bless everyone with that. Uh, I can't believe it. Every I thought every market would be exactly the same.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is very different. So next week, Matt will bring some fire. He will give you guys some information based on their hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients at Start Virtual that are text messaging. Matt will give you guys some data that will tell you Hey, this is a market that works for texting. This is a market that works better for cold calling. The good thing is Start Virtual's got you covered on both of those. The My favorite virtual assistant that we have from Start Virtual is actually neither a cold caller or a um, texter. My favorite Start Virtual admin is, in, is an admin essentially, but it's bookkeeping. I get a report every Friday because I asked for it. It's I don't think it's st- something standard, but... I get a report every Friday on all my LLCs. It's like 18 or 19 um, emails all come in at the same exact time. It's like, this is how much money you made this week and all of your different businesses. And I'm like, yes, this is so cool.
1: <laughs> it is standard. It is every every Friday they send out that report. Unless you don't want it, then they could, you know, they change it up. But yeah, every Friday.
0: Love it. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into Sunday service. Hopefully this was valuable to you Um, with 600 people showing up and sticking with us the whole night. I imagine it was pretty valuable. Next week, we will be talking about text campaigns, what Matt from Start Virtual believes you should be doing. And if you guys are afraid of cold calling, then come in. We'll teach you how to text sellers and generate leads that way. In fact, Hunter Runyon, who is Jamil Damji's partner, did his first 400 something wholesale deals without ever getting on the phone with a wholesale with a seller or with a buyer, everything, everything, everything was done through text message. So it is something that is completely possible. And if you're somebody that does not like you making phone calls next week's going to be all about text messaging and text messaging campaigns. Cody mm. final words,
1: man, this is awesome. I hope everyone can go and take this and implement this, whether you're hiring your you know, second, third, fourth, fifth VA, or you're hiring your first VA, and hopefully you're able to get a better understanding of what that should look like. Um, for those of you that maybe this was one of your first times being here, we are on Spotify and iTunes. You can check us out on there. If you miss an episode, you could always check back. We do this every Sunday, 7 p.m. Arizona time. We appreciate you guys for being here and have an amazing week, everybody.
0: Matthew Beard. Final words, start virtual. What do you got for us?
1: Yes. So first off, Pace, thank you
2: so much for letting me be here. I think what you said earlier, is like, hey, to be to that 1% is just showing up and doing the thing. And man, I'm just a testament to that and being a go-giver. Who else like watching it right now, like watching Sunday service have like, has Pace or Cody, both of these guys impacted your life in a positive way? How many of you right now have gotten something from their free content? That has helped you take your business to the next level. Maybe just a mindset shift. How many of you guys right now, just like a yes in the chat, if that's the case. Even if you've just
0: gotten a girlfriend from Sunday service, like in the side chat, if you guys have maybe. picked up any girlfriends, maybe boyfriends, <laughs> um, we we All are a dating service. We're actually a covert dating service. You guys don't know about it.
2: <laughs> For real, because you get people together and I think there's power in that. And I just want to say as a testament to you because you've always been this way and you've always been so kind with me you've changed my life. I mean, just a short three years ago. I mean, I remember sitting in my in my living room, listening to you guys on a conference call Sunday service. And you guys were talking about deals you're doing and flips you were doing. And I hadn't done anything at that point. And, you know, from listening to you guys, and the things that you were giving out was like priceless. And I remember my wife looking at me and say, "That needs to be you, you need to do something. I'm like, Okay, I'm trying, I'm gonna do it. Um, and then, you know, just like two and a half, three years later, here we are. And I think that's just a testament to, again, showing up and doing something about the information you guys get on these episodes because like it's easy to take it for granted because they they show up and just give you like high, high, high level mastermind knowledge for nothing, just for you guys to show up. So please don't take this stuff lightly. Pace, I'm super grateful for you. Cody, I'm super grateful for you. You've changed my life. And I think, guys, if you consistently show up, it's not if, it's when. And it can happen really quick. So thank you so much for letting me be on here.
0: If you guys need proof that this works, I just want to let you guys know that Matthew Beard owns a goat farm and that (laughs) came from lead generation. Okay. He legit has a house that he just bought. He's going (laughs) to renovate it. I think you're in the middle of renovating it and he inherited like 200 goats. Okay. I'm telling you, this works. Matt Beard bought his first house for him and his wife sub two after learning about creative finance. This is an absolute game changer. This podcast is a passion of ours. And are there times on Sunday night where Cody, you go, man, I just want to relax and like get ready for the coming week, but you still freaking show up.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. Consistency, little, little efforts co- compound over time. That's everything um, in life. how
0: you do anything is how you do. Everything is how you do everything. So we show up, guys. We give you the value that you're wanting. Um, guys, couple of things. Sub two students, please pay attention to this. This coming week, um, I've got Sean Saint Clair, our real estate attorney, coming in and breaking down the paperwork on the Morby method. Um, I've got a six, a package of six Airbnbs we're taking over in Florida, and uh, with the Morby method. And Sean Saint Clair, our attorney, is going to be talking to a seller on behalf of the Morby method and walking a seller through the Morby method paperwork. So, Oh, Sabina, she's awesome. And good to see you Ingrid. Um, so that's going to be on Wednesday night. If you guys are a sub two student, please come in Wednesday night with Sean St. Clair. on Friday. We're going to be showing you guys how to get a line of credit. And then on um, Sunday, please come into my wife's air meet. Um, we're going to show you guys how to get a deal in less than two hours. And, uh, I appreciate you guys next week, Cody, what are we talking about next week on Sunday service?
1: Next week on Sunday service, we are going to be talking about texting and how to successfully do it. What are the things to avoid so that you can be making the most amount of money possible texting your leads later. Peace. Uh